tell me, are, have we been recording this whole time? Or, yeah. Okay, awesome. If I can quantify, like, what I, what I think the the beauty of this pod is, is that everyone's story is different about how they got to where they are. And I think for me, like, hearing someone else's story is what inspired me to do this. So. Yeah. Try no, and create that space for other people. Uh, a thousand percent. Well, I feel like that's what every podcaster is into, essentially. Is especially if you have a guest, you pick the people that you want to talk to. This is season two. The hope will hold. What's going on, visionaries? Welcome to the newest episode of season two. I'm here with Tulsa's favorite dietitian, nutritionist, <laughs> the hope will hold. Welcome to the pod. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me, Jacob. Hey, can you give us your actual name? Because I, my brain has you as <laughs> Hope Ill Health. I know. No, that's funny. Um, no, my name is Hope Brandt. Fitzgerald Brandt. Hope Fitzgerald Brandt. Fitzgerald's that's me. your maiden name. Yes. <laughs> Dude, um, so Hope and I know each other from Mutual Friend, but she's super cool. Uh, how would you explain your content? Like nutrition Yes, yeah. So based very health and wellness based. Um, but really my goal is to educate, exemplify, um, and encourage people yeah. who come to my page to work nutrition into their lives in a way that makes their lives better and their lives don't revolve around it. <laughs> yeah. Fellow podcaster over here at that's healthy question mark, question mark. I- Question mark, exclamation point. Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> Dude, I have not had another fellow podcaster on the pod yet. Really? So welcome. Thank you. No, I I love podcasting and I love how it allows you to get a little deeper into conversation sure. and really fill in the gaps. It's hard to do on social media. Dude, it is. It is very hard. I mean, it's hard to elaborate on a 15-second reel, you know? Yes. But I uh, hope the... Structure of this room social. If you've listened to any of our episodes, you already know. First question: You meet a stranger, they ask you what you do. I explain that concisely. Yes. Well, so I say I'm a registered dietitian and yeah. nutrition coach, and I work all online, so I can take clients from anywhere, <laughs> any yeah. age group. But I do like to work with women specifically. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's where my skill set really shines, and doing one-on-one nutrition coaching can get extremely personal. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, if I were to put myself in your shoes, I don't know how you do that. Because at one point, you can be managing 20 people's health journeys. And it's, like, mm-hmm. so personal to them that you they just have to remember you. You yeah. have to remember the progress <laughs> of every, all 20 of them, you know? Yes. Well, it is very, very relationship-based. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, keeping notes helps a lot with that. I mean, I do house all of my coaching services on a platform. It's called Healthy. And so it's geared toward dietitians and health professionals, HIPAA compliant, all of the things. So it gives you a lot of space to be very detailed with the notes that you keep for your clients. But honestly, I talk to them so often that it's not very hard to remember who everyone is, where they are, the goals that we've set. because, I mean, really, I, I do become a part of their lives, um, yeah. very integrated into their lives for, you know, however many months yeah. that we're doing coaching together. Yeah. Um, dude, so I want to I wanna take the timeline back a little bit. So people see Hope Well Health, the whole brand, the whole service now. But um, what? how did you even get into it? Like, yeah. where did this start? <laughs> 
what like wh how did you was it just like you chose your degree into college or oh right, no lead us, lead us, take us there. <laughs> no it's a very convoluted path to get to being a dietitian business owner slash it's, influencer <laughs> slash podcaster it's uh, not something i ever would have specifically said like this mm -hmm. is what i'll end up doing my very first passion or the very first i guess dream job mm -hmm. i had when i was a kid is to be a teacher okay um <laughs> and it was to be specifically like an english and reading teacher because that's what I love, and that's what I'm good at. Yeah, you were for sure the kid, like, when the book fair came around elementary, you were like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that was all of us or a little, at some point, yeah. Yes. No, I, yeah, I, like, loved when the teacher would call me to, like, read out loud, which is very strange because I'm normally shy. But yeah. if it was something where I felt like I could show off my skills, then, you know, I was into it. Um, <laughs> but I loved reading and writing, um, and I loved my teachers and mm -hmm. the influence that they had on me. And so that was something that was super appealing to me. Yeah. Um, you know, growing up is if I could have a positive influence on people like my, my yeah. teachers that I loved had on me. That's crazy. Like the core of what you're doing now was even there back, back then. Exactly. Like just the avenue was a little bit different. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so when, <laughs> then when I originally went to college, um, back in from 2010 to 2014. <laughs> I know I'm a grandma. <laughs> I'm not a grandma. Actually, I'm a mom. Oh, wait, about to be, <laughs> about to be. Yes. Um, wait, how far along are you? Like six and a half months. Congrats. This baby's already on the visual room social. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give it on the credits, put it on the resume. What I know. She's gotten to do all the cool things with me that yeah. I've done. She's been with me at like the coolest moments of my career so far. That's cool. Dude, your career, like, I mean, I, I know we're kind of talking off the path. Uh, I want to get back to how you got sure, to sure. dietitian, but I feel like you're going off, dude. Because um, oh, uh, very, I mean, you stay consistent on um, on socials. And, and and maybe behind the scenes, we've been a little bit transparent that sometimes you'll go through lulls of, like, is Instagram blocking me? <laughs> what the frick is going on? Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, talk to us on, uh, at least even being a content creator, like, how you push through that. Because... Yes. I don't know. I think right now Vision Room, it, like we're killing it, but a lot mm -hmm. of it's like collaborative posts. So if I pull something by myself, it's like, man. Uh huh. Yeah, you tell well, me. Well, no, that. I think you're exactly right with it being a collaborative effort. And those mm -hmm. things I also typically find get more traction. But the thing that keeps me going when I feel like I'm in a downward wave, because mm -hmm. social media is like that. Like yeah. you have to ride the waves of it. And one week you're up. Yeah. and the next week you're backed out and so, so staying real. consistent through the downtimes is the only thing that can guarantee that you will have another upward swing because mm -hmm. if you quit when you're down then yeah <laughs> you never have the potential to get back up yeah. um posting content that i know is valuable to my audience that's what keeps me going mm -hmm. and even if you know, it gets freaking 10 likes. Mm -hmm. That's okay because I know that I'm proud of what I'm producing. Yeah. And as long as it lives up to my standards of being valuable, being educational, that's being good. positive, that's, good. that's all I can do. You yeah. know, I'm not in control of who sees it, how much traction yeah. it gets. Um, but continuing to consistently post valuable content is... 
I think what's going to make your page successful yeah. or your online business sure. or whatever it is. Dude, one thing I, I do admire about you is like, I mean, I think your your brand, the Hopewell page, is doing better than like your personal page. Oh. I, and I think <laughs> yeah. I think right now, like I'm I'm trying to figure out that balance because like the brand of like Jacob. Like, I don't really care about at Jacob what I want. I care mm-hmm. more about Vision Room Social. And oh, yeah. I'm posting that. And, dude, it's literally like night and day. Like, one of them has, like, thousands of followers. Other ones, like, your family and friends that like, happen to know that you have another Instagram. Yes. You know? So, like, uh, talk talk to me about, like, even the motivation going in behind that. Like, Well, you know, in retrospect, I probably would have just, like, changed my handle to Hopewell Health and just started with my personal profile. But yeah. when I started my page in, oh, gosh, I guess it was, like, 2018. Basically MySpace. Yeah. No, just, <laughs> <laughs> it was seriously so different, though, yeah. Instagram back The old then. Instagram, the, the brown oh camera gosh. logo. Yes. 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 So – I didn't want my like friends or family or my personal acquaintances who were, you know, like just my actual friends to feel obligated to like <laughs> to buy be my seeing service. all of my stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so it just made sense at that time. I was like, well, I'm going to start a new page and have that be my business page. And yeah, my personal page is like, it's private. Like <laughs> it's not a thing. Yeah, like four followers. <laughs> yeah, no. So my personal page is literally just me posting like photo dubs that you know, my mom yeah. likes. Okay, um, I follow both. <laughs> and if I were to summarize, see all her page... One page is like reels on like dietitian tips, and the other one is like her dog and like nope makeup, hanging out with her <laughs> husband, kind of just like random happenings on the weekend, you know? Yeah. So the personal page is truly personal, not something that I'm ever trying to be public with. Yeah. Um, it's just just for me and just for my actual like real life yeah. <laughs> friends and acquaintances, but no, Hopewell is definitely where I focus all of my efforts on social well, media. You, you were like, you're Hopewell. Like, I, I don't know. You've marketed it enough to where my brain, I don't register you as Hope Brands. Yeah. You're Hopewell to me. Yeah. <laughs> like I made sure to put your name Hopewell. Yeah. <laughs> but that, I mean, I don't know if that was an intentional design on your end or like, well, I mean, I did want it to uh, um, involve my name. Yeah. So and I, it was hard to come up with something that I didn't feel like was super cheesy, like mm-hmm. using the word like hopeful no. or something. It's like, no, it's like, oh, if someone come get <laughs> your mom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So I have a super creative, like forward thinking friend and she's my favorite person to brainstorm with. And mm-hmm. so um, when uh, this again was probably in 2017, we were talking about what I wanted to do and like how I saw my career blooming. And so I didn't want it to be only specific to nutrition either. <laughs> I wanted it to encompass yeah. like health as a whole yeah. so that I wouldn't box myself into only being able to talk about nutrition. I could expand from it's that point. Hope of health because you, you yeah. work out stuff too and nutrition stuff too. Um, so I want to drive us back a little bit. So you wanted to be a teacher and yes. then where did, where did it start turning towards what you're yes. doing now? Yeah. So I ended up originally going to college to be in journalism again. What? Yes. Encompassing my love of writing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
<laughs> then when I was a freshman, which it didn't really make a difference, like I was in the school of journalism, but mm-hmm. um, I kind of shifted from print journalism to broadcast journalism, which was fantastic experience. And looking mm-hmm. back, you can see how everything pieces together yeah. to be able to, for me to do what I do now. Um, but when I was in college at that time, I just, I, I wasn't the same person that I am now. I didn't have the confidence that I had and I just didn't have enough life experience to be confident in who I was as a person. And yeah. so pursuing broadcast journalism, having myself be on camera and like being a focal point just was not yeah. something that I was super into at that time. I knew that I could be good at it, mm-hmm. but I wasn't ready yeah, to yeah. have that type of exposure without it bringing up so much insecurity. Yeah, that's um, good. So I, I did graduate with a degree in mass communication broadcast journalism, but knew before I graduated that I was not going to be going into broadcast journalism. Yeah. Uh, So nutrition comes along. Yes. So I graduate, we end up moving to Oklahoma very shortly after that. Mm -hmm. Um, and we were extremely isolated. We knew one person Mm -hmm. here and that gave me a lot of free time. (laughs) And I realized I just was feeling a little, lost and yeah. like I I just truly didn't feel like I was living the purpose of my life and I yeah. didn't know how the pieces were going to fall together for that but your life crisis yeah literally <laughs> literally yeah. so I'm going to work I had a marketing job at the time which I really loved I didn't know that dude that's yes. so crazy to me absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> yes no I was a um a marketing specialist for a plant nursery. So I helped Mm -hmm. them like market and grow their plant brand. Mm -hmm. Um, but it allowed me to be super creative and take pictures and like make content. And I loved that aspect of it. Um, so I had a quick thought. It's so crazy to me that back then you were building skills on marketing and building brands like before even hope it was a thing. Yes. Look at the Lord. (laughs) I no seriously, you look back and it's like a constellation Mm -hmm. that when you're going through it, you, you have feel no like idea yeah. how the stars are going to align for you. And mm-hmm. then if you can just keep going and give yourself enough perspective, you can look back and just see how mm-hmm. his plans come together for you. Yeah. So yeah. You're, you're helping this little nursery go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but meanwhile, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm putting in all this work. I'm spending all this time here when I could... <laughs> like be doing this and growing something for myself, doing something that I feel truly passionate about. So as I'm having this realization, I'm also uh, making a huge shift in my own nutrition. Um, since I had so much free time on my hands being here, not knowing anyone like in into fitness, like part of your lifestyle. Yes. So I've been working out for probably six years consistently at that Mm. point. I got into CrossFit when I was in college at LSU and that was go Tigers. No, Go Tigers. Yes. And go, my my CrossFit gym was called go CrossFit. Like G-A-U-X. Yes. That's for her. This chick, Joe Burrow fan. Joe Burrow, if you hear this pod, bro, come on, man. You got to come hang. 
You have a oh shirt. Oh my gosh. It was like your birthday a couple years ago and she had mm-hmm. My Joe Burr. You should have brought it. Shirt, I know. Yeah. I don't know if it would fit with the bump right I just, now. <laughs> I literally just got a Hope, like an episode idea name. Hope Burr. <laughs> Go Brent. Oh my gosh. No, that's perfect. Oh. Good boy. Okay. Yeah. I forgot what we were talking about. Okay. So you leave the plant in the dust, the nursery. Yes. Because you get this awakening of like, I can do this. Yes, I can. I can do this. I'm finally finding my voice and harnessing my creativity and realizing that other people can see value in that. Um, And it was incredible. So, yeah, while this is happening, I am having kind of a transformative experience with my own nutrition where I'm able to link what I'm eating to how I'm physically feeling throughout the day and not just seeing my body change, but feeling so much better, not feeling tired all the time, not feeling lethargic or brain fog, all of those things. And it was incredible to me that just shifting your nutrition could produce all of these amazing results. And so that was the thing where I was like, okay, this is, this is it. I could be interested in this forever. (laughs) I can actually use it to help people, you know, that like it is a tangible way to help someone make their life better. Um, Something that like all of us can relate on, you mm -hmm. know? Um, How how old were you when you were like figuring all that out? 26. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of a late bloomer in that sense. Like I, yeah. when I went back to school, I think I was 27. That's crazy. And so, you know, I was a good bit older than everyone else and yeah. had had hard work experience. Yeah. And so, I mean, I was on a mission from yeah. that point when I started my dietetics classes. I was like, okay, how quickly can I get this done? How efficient can I be? How well can I do yeah. this? And I really wanted to make a point that when I put my mind to something, like I can go out and kick it. (laughs) (laughs) No. um, So like based on the analytics of this podcast, I think a majority of our listeners are like 23 to 33. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think even I've been not a victim, but a person that's fallen into this to where I'm 26 right now. And it's like, man, I feel like I'm late. I feel like I'm late on stuff. but. Um, I, I think it's the tw- your twenties is like a, a space to try it, to figure it out because you yes. you you did the you had your marketing degree mm-hmm. right you were marketing for the nursery now at twenty six like more than midway half you're barely starting school again barely changing career into yes. the thing that's the thing that you're still doing I'm, I don't know how many years later we mm-hmm. won't we won't say your age to the <laughs> yeah oh wait, actually I'm turning thirty one in like. On March 6th. Yeah, so, so whatever day this is. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, wait, that's next week, girl. I know. Oh, happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start saying happy birthday to you on the pod. Uh, I think this will be out in like May. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> happy belated birthday. Yeah. Home. Oh my gosh. I'll be, uh, baby girl might be here. For real? We'll see. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm due June 8th. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Maybe it'll you be know a birthday what? present. I'm going to wait to post this pod until June. <laughs> That'd be crazy. No, you're going to be way too busy with other stuff to yeah. care about freaking promoting a podcast. Um, oh. I'm giving birth, reposting. <laughs> Listen to the vision roof. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You're going to put the headphones on the baby. She's going to yeah. be. 
Um, dude, I think we're about the halfway point of the pod. I'm actually going to bring back a fan favorite Cash App challenge. Oh. Change it up. Okay. So um, if you don't know what the Cash App challenge is, it is, I have a question for you, trivia question about you. If you get it right, I cash app you $5. If you get it wrong, you cash app me $5. Okay. I'm going to quick plug your podcast. <laughs> That's healthy. Question mark, exclamation point. What is the runtime of your first episode? Oh, it's like 44 minutes. Do, do you know the exact time I know? Oh my gosh. Down to the second? Yeah. Uh, 44, 42. No, it's uh, 42, 16. <gasps> Gotta know your pod, girl. That was super difficult, and I was very close. And I even said 42 at the okay, end. Okay, I'll give you a chance so, to name yourself. At okay. this point where we stand, can you name, um, like, the, the your guest list and the longest, like, runtime of each? Like, say, X person Okay, was, yes. Yeah. So, first episode was me, solo. Second episode was... 42 minutes of just you? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I need... Okay. <laughs> Look, I have a lot to say, okay? And nutrition is a very nuanced topic. Okay. Okay. Um, Second episode is Jordan Syatt, and he's my longest. He was like Mm 57-ish minutes. Um, And then episode three was Evlo Fitness with Peyton and Shannon. Doctors. I love it. Peyton and Shannon. episode four is your boy. I'm just kidding. I'm not on her body. <laughs> yeah, to say, wait, I, no. Episode four is solo. Just me again. No, literally. Uh, if I was on the podcast, I'll literally tell y'all. Okay, if we're gonna eat fast food, this is the healthiest thing that I get. <laughs> That's literally it. That's, I need That's to get a on good it. podcast episode. I need to get on it. Yeah, I need to get on it. But, um, <laughs> hope. Uh, so that's a good transition point to the point I want to hit next. So we kind of hit the backstory. So now you're seeing clients active on social media. Talk to us about the pod. That's healthy. What inspired mm-hmm. it? What's the goal? Um, like, I, I, what kind of following do you have? Like, because you've been bringing in guests, but like, what's, I, I know like Vision Room. Mm-hmm. Um, I was joking with you earlier that Nate was clowning me because when I started the pod, like, I was like, I'm going to interview creatives from all these different shows. Yada, yada. He's like, bro, you're literally just interviewing people that are involved <laughs> in your hobbies. Fashion, church, music, and fitness. That's basically what it's been. So mm-hmm. hope fits in like that brand of like fitness. Fitness so wellness, yeah. Fitness wellness. Um, so basically how, how you are to design, uh, who you invite on, pod, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah so uh, this is general information that can apply to the majority of mm-hmm. the public who are just looking to optimize their health in achievable ways. Mm-hmm. So one of the taglines of the podcast is we're, you know, um, busting myths, talking trends and embracing achievable wellness because that was the bar. Yeah. That's <laughs> kind of snappy. What's going yeah. on? <laughs> but so many of the wellness trends that you see on social media are so far out of reach for mm-hmm just everyday people who aren't trying to live their lives in a way that revolves around fitness and nutrition. Um, Most of the fitness or even wellness influencers that you see, like it's their job (laughs) to look the way they look and cook the way they cook and do all of those things. That's some good perspective because like social media makes it feel like I need to reach this unattainable 
like, bro, I'm working like <laughs> most of the day. Yeah. I don't have the time to be doing all that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. this is where achievable wellness comes in and it's real life applicable tips that help you live a, a healthier life that's more aligned with your goals, whatever yeah. those are, if that is improving your body composition or getting your labs to an appropriate range or yeah. just feeling better in your body, wanting to age well. Mm-hmm. This is this is who the podcast applies to. Yeah, I love that. Um, so now that um, you got baby girl on the way, I, I'm a thousand percent sure that you and David have already talked about like how that looks like for mm-hmm. your content. Because I feel like now that you have the skill set and the knowledge that you do, I I can foresee you maybe doing stuff for moms. Right. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's a natural progression of yeah. a lot of my content because, mm-hmm. and especially like on stories, which is where I spend a lot of my time on Instagram, that's always been more very real life. Mm-hmm. Like that's where I show up like in my bathrobe rolled out of bed. Like I make a point to And I feel like authentic is like such a buzzword now that it's like meaningless almost, Mm -hmm. but to be very real in the way that I represent or in the way that I exemplify living into my values in health and fitness. Um, And part of that is like embracing the season of life that you're in and doing the best you can with where you are. So I think showing a lot of behind the scenes of what life looks like for a new mom um, is, you know, it makes sense for my content to go in that direction. I'm definitely interested to see how you, I mean, because you may have to take like a a small time off, like from your clients and stuff, but Mm -hmm. like balancing now the baby and the pod. Yeah. And uh, like, because the podcaster, the podcaster, I feel like this is my baby. And I barely even have time for this. So like. I mean, yeah, I think God's graced you and gave it to do what you got to do. You know? No, I'm extremely blessed that. Well, and you know, I literally I couldn't be doing this without David's support yeah. and the vision that we were able to share for what we wanted our lives to look like. Mm-hmm. You know, from five years from the point when I went back to start school, it's like okay, sure. if we're gonna do this and make this commitment, like he. He had just bought like a new swagged out Jeep, like his first new car ever. He was so excited about it. And he immediately like sold that car and bought like this old Civic that we still drive um, so that we could free up that income to send me back to school. So it was a complete shared effort on all fronts. Um, But no, I'm blessed that I am going to at least be there, like yeah. be able to be there with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what the work life balance is going to look like. I think you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, it'll be a work in progress for sure. So would, would you quantify what you're doing right now? Like full-time mm-hmm. content creation slash dietitian coach? Yes. Yeah. Uh, would you, okay, if you had to, like, if you could do it all again, talk to 18-year-old Hope or someone yeah. that's, like, younger 20s that's, like, wanting to do what you do, what what advice would you give? Mm-hmm. So, pertaining, or pertaining to me specifically, if I could go back, mm-hmm. um, I would say don't be afraid 
to fail and don't be afraid to try hard things and challenge yourself. Um, that was always the, the major thing that was holding me back. And that's why I wanted to go into like English writing journalism. It's because those things came naturally to me. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to try to be good at it. You can just hold up and just do it. Yeah, exactly. And so, (laughs) I mean, going back to school to be a dietitian, like I literally, I even avoided taking college algebra the first time that I went to college. And so that was the very first class I had to take. Um, you know, as a 27 year old, who's been out of school for like six years and like, it was hard. I have failed my first test. And I remember sobbing in the shower, like, how can (laughs) I, like, how am I going to do this? And I ended up making an A in that class. And like, that was (laughs) looking back on it. I had to have that transformative experience, not just the algebra class, but like all of my journey of going through that dietetics degree to really know that I, I can do hard things Mm -hmm. and it's not just a belief. Like I proved it to myself. Still doing it. Yeah. And you're about to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Running, owning your own business is extremely extremely difficult like you love what you do right but it's Mm -hmm. a lot like you've seen like even nate and i setting up and you're like it's a lot yes it's a lot and truly for me what i find to be the most challenging component isn't the like actual work Mm -hmm. it's what we're kind of talking about where like social media comes in waves business comes in waves too and you will hit droughts you will hit periods of time where it literally feels like i'm I'm screaming off the edge of the Grand Canyon and no one is there. No one cares. No one's listening. Mm-hmm. And so how do you keep going yeah. when you hit those points and it just feels like you're in a void and no one cares about yeah. what you're doing? It's hard. Me, where I'm at is like I'm mentally decided I'm going to show up. Mm-hmm. So like regardless of what the ebbs and flows of how it goes, yeah, I'm showing up. Yes. So, I mean, I think that you've, been on the same boat like you have reels that have thousands thousands of views and some that have a couple hundred and it's like something that like we can't quantify really because i've seen the product of your reels like it's it could be the same freaking reel if you posted at 6 a.m 20 000 views 2 p.m 7 views what the yes. frick is going on oh i know day of the week too like yeah. never on fridays mm-hmm. never <laughs> yeah um dude so um kind of rounding rounding off the pod uh-huh Talk to me about um, now, like, uh, like you with your clients and stuff. Is that your main source of income? Yes. Um, do you like? Do you have capacity for more people? Mm-hmm. Like, how, how's that? What does that look like? Yeah. yeah. So it's really cyclical. So people are cycling on and off all the time. Yeah, because it's um, not like maybe you do like a three month intensive and then because that, mm-hmm. that's what I imagine. So, yeah. yeah. So I actually just started a new service. I have my like beta group going right now (laughs) where I'm calling it a macronutrient assessment protocol where it's like a two week intensive for people who are like pretty experienced with nutrition, have the basics and they just want like those fine tune. Yes. To to make sure that they're, you know, eating enough protein for their body composition goals or, you know, getting the right mix of macronutrients on their plate to 
sustain energy throughout the day. You know, whatever mm. goals like that, that you have that are more um, like upper level, yeah. the baseline. And this is like where my bread and butter coaching practices yeah. is where I focus with my, my one-on-one clients. These yeah. are people who are coming in who want sustainable habit change yeah. who have been on and off diet cycles forever or who have a poor relationship with their nutrition who are always yeah. restricting um and are looking for a, a true habit lifestyle and mindset sure. change around their nutrition and that mm. is that's what i love to do yeah i would imagine it's super fulfilling because like the information that you're giving is changing people's lives like uh i mean eating is something we can all relate on, right? <laughs> something that I don't right. get right all the time. But, um, I mean, given your expertise, like someone, their life can change going through yeah. what you yes. do. You know? Well, and even this is like in my Instagram bio right now, it says nutrition is a science, but eating is a behavior. Mm-hmm. And so both of those components have to be addressed if we're going to be able to make headway in creating sustainable habits. Yeah. Because you want your nutrition to be working for you. Yeah. And there are principles that apply across the board for what foods are health promoting, what combinations of foods are going to be, you know, best in the long run for yeah. promoting health. But that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you know if you're not doing it. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> so there has to be some like behavior change. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, my thing is that I can work out hard. I can go so, so, so hard. But then I'm like, okay, I'll get some nuggets. I deserve it because I'm well, in so hard. And Debunking. Come yeah, on. Yeah, but no. So, I mean, obviously you cannot work a, a poor diet. But I think the fitness component is a great way for someone to break into looking at their overall wellness. Because Mm -hmm. just like you kind of explained right there, you work out one time a day and not even, you know, it doesn't even have to be every day. If you work out five times a week, fantastic. Yes. But you're eating multiple times a day, every day. So it's really difficult to look at overhauling your nutrition in the same way. And especially with working out, that's adding something to your routine. And a lot of times people look at their nutrition with having to restrict what they're doing. Um, so, I mean, I try to to shift the mindset on that a little bit and look at it from the reverse of like, okay, yeah. if we talk about eating more fruits and vegetables, then that's inherently going to decrease the amount of chicken nuggets or sure. Taco Bell or whatever you eat. No, not, absolutely not. Not Taco Bell. I quantif- Are you hating on the bell? Yeah, I hate Taco Bell. <laughs> okay. I may, my, I have a friend, Alex. He loves it. And I will. I love Taco Bell. I will throw it down with Alex, but that's about it, um, dude. I think the way I would quantify my body type is he works out, but he will not say no to tacos with the homies. <laughs> that's exactly where I'm at right now. Okay, but also I like that should be your like that's a sustainable nutritional approach. You shouldn't have to cut out tacos. Okay, I'm, and I'm drinks doing good, with guys. The yeah. okay. the hope will hold stamp of approval. <laughs> I no, I I mean we can all fix stuff, you know. Yeah, um, but, but it's what you do most of the time that drives the results that you're gonna see. Okay, torches after this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for coming on the pod. Uh, quick moment to plug your stuff, plug your socials, plug your service, plug your podcast. 
all the content, all how can yes. people find okay. you? Okay, so uh, you can find me. My main social outlet is Instagram. Just find me there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopewell underscore health. Yep. Um, and then hopewellhealth.online is my website. I detail my coaching services. Um, so go there yep. um, and contact me through there or DM me on Instagram if you have any questions at all about what I do, who my services are for, if you're interested. Um, sure. And like you're saying, I mean, I am Hopewell Health. It's all me. So when you this hire me. This is the me, company. You're yeah, seeing the customer service, the You CEO. are talking to me. Yeah. And you are getting my resources that have come from my brain, my experience, my communication style. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I'm, I'm super proud of mm-hmm. for my for my clients to have access to. So um, my job is to make nutrition and wellness achievable to you. And uh, your podcast? My podcast. That's healthy. Yeah. Question mark, exclamation mark. Literally, you can't miss it. It's her holding the phone like a banana. A A banana banana like like a phone. phone. My bad. That's literally the art. That's cool. How how offended would you be if the vision room social becomes me holding a banana like this? I wouldn't be offended at all. I would have been influenced. is a form of flattery, right? Just kidding. We have different... Our pods have different vibes. Yes. Thanks for coming on. This is the collab. People didn't know they needed it, but they got it. They got it. Visionaries, I love you. We'll see you all next week. Practicing my faith is staying strong so it don't atrophy.